Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Once airborne, we'll let you know when you may use approved electronic devices, but note that some items may not be used. Alright, welcome to the Cobra Cast with the President VP. I'm your host, Ricky Rifty the Prez Logan. I got my co-host, Ricky Etdog VP Etridge. Welcome to the show and welcome, Ed Dog. How are you today, mate? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. Um, is there something you need to tell us, mate? You got a nice pink hoodie on. Ah, does that, does pink, that mate. Mean, mean the baby's been born? No, no, nah, nah, not yet, mate. Not yet. Oh. There's no pre recorded, mate, so who knows? But um, no, not yet. <laughs> I'm wearing pink because uh, we got to Rhineland, mate. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes. Don't drink and drive, go pink for life. We uh, forgot to get a photo of me wrecking. The pink socks uh, training the other night. I wore them purposely because I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear pink socks tonight because of uh, what happened in, was happening in Germany. Forgot about that. But I'm like, you know what? We've got chat with uh, Marie from Ryland. I'm pulling the pink out, mate. Yeah, nice, mate. It's a good colour on you. It suits you. And it's for a great cause. Uh, they're doing great things over there with the... Uh, uh, tribute to Janine Benecki, who was tragically lost. If, if, if no one's quite aware of what happened in what Germany, uh, footy in Germany done, just go across to the Instagram and Facebook pages, all the clubs in Germany, and what they done over the weekend of the 4th of July for the Don't Drink and Drive, Go Pink for, uh, for Life campaign was just was awesome. It was uh, really cool to see. And actually, not even just clubs in Germany, mate. There's clubs all around Europe jumping uh, jumping on board and getting involved and paying tributes to Janine Benecki. So, uh, it's me sitting in a pink hoodie. If I can somehow raise awareness down in Melbourne doing it, then more than happy to wear a pink hoodie. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I uh, might not get it back. <laughs> uh, it was a great, great initiative by the people over there and Janine's family and mum who's uh, organised all that. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to play the big game that they had planned for that weekend. But hopefully, that's something they can continue to do in the future. And it's great to see how tight-knit the AFL Europe community is and everyone banding together to help support a great cause. Um, when we did speak to Marie, she was... The state the planning for that was in very early stages, so she didn't really speak too much about it. But um, since, uh, since speaking to her, we spoke to some other clubs involved in Germany footy and, and they've shared a bit more info about it as well. So, I'll tell you what, mate, I'm getting excited about these episodes. Like, we had some release stuff that were recorded probably six to seven weeks ago. And I reckon this was at the period we were doing like five or six a weekend. So, you know, like I say, this was probably where we prime for a while. Like, you know, just banging episodes out and had everything down pat. I'm actually, and I've forgotten exactly what we spoke about with them. So I'm enjoying, looking forward to listening back to them. 
Yeah, mate. So, uh, uh, if you want to listen back to other episodes, you can get them on Facebook or go to iTunes and Spotify. Give us a download, subscribe, leave a review, and you know it takes two seconds out of your life. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you know, once you've gone and checked out Catholic Guilt or whoever, you know, you come check out us on iTunes and Spotify, and mate, you'll be set for for bloody weeks of all the episodes we've got. Oh, more uh, coming, mate. We're, we're we're still at three a week. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty more in the bank. We've spoken to heaps of clubs, and we've got heaps more to speak to. So um, enjoy this one, and mate. I reckon by the time I speak to you on, uh, on the next one, you might have a little little baby yet. Yeah, maybe it'll be uh, either the next one or, or actually, no, well, uh, either the next one or maybe oh, who knows? Because we normally record these on a Friday night, so could be here, could be not, could be yeah. it could be Woods's episode, it could be next Monday when we uh, speak about Berlin. I t- actually now that would work in well if I was announcing we had my daughter. David on Berlin because there was a very passionate chat about women's sport in Berlin and I gave a fair an insight into my mindset as a bloke who wanted the who wanted the son but got a daughter and everything sort of changed across by doing this uh, this show. But yeah, sometime in the next week and a half, mate, she'll be here and I'll be falling asleep at the mic. Yep. You'll be your life will be changed forever. But yeah, mate, look forward to it. I'll let you get to bed, mate, because you've got to enjoy a few early nights while you can, all right? And we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Okay, so today we are joined by Marie from the Ryland Lions. <laughs> no matter how much I tried to practice it, I still stuffed it up. But anyway, uh, Ryland Lions, um, how are you going today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm um, very well. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Appreciate you taking the time out of your uh, Wednesday morning. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, let's let's uh, find out a little bit about the Ryland Lions and uh, how the club got started. So, when were the Lions founded, and and how did they decide on the name the Lions? Oh, they were founded in two thousand two, but back then they were called the. Dusseldorf Demons, and they were based into in a different city. And it wasn't until 2006 that they moved to Cologne, where we are based now, and are called the Rheinland Lions. In between, they were called the Dusseldorf Lions, and uh, they chose the Lions because it's the um, animal of the town of Dusseldorf. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's a little bit different to just... Choosing it because, uh, you know, the Aussie rules version of it, but. Yeah, there's no connection to that. It's just the animal of the town. Yeah, okay. Um, so when was the club's first game and, and sort of how many players did you have for that first game? Uh, so I'm not sure about the amount of players, but uh, at the Rhineland Lions, the first game was in 2006 against the Hamburg Dockers, which they lost, I think, by 10 points. But yeah, that was the first time they joined the league in Germany as the Rheinland Lions. So speaking of the uh, Lions and the how you got the name, your jumper is quite unique, and we quite enjoy jumpers on this show that aren't just standard. How did that des- jumper design and colours come about? Uh, I'm not sure about the design, but the colours. Um, so the city of Cologne has the colours 
red and white. So I think that's why we chose um, two as our colors. And the lion was just in black because it's, you can see it on the white <laughs> ground, I guess. Yeah, now, when I uh, come across them, I, have you seen them, Rifty? No. Nah. Nah, mate, while we're sitting here, have a quick look at them, mate, and be out sure because they're some bloody good-looking jumpers. Um, so you also Thank have a, they're one of my favorites that I've come across. We've spoken a few clubs and whenever we get clubs that have that different looking jumper compared to your sort of stock standard ones around the world, it always, always makes me happy. Um, so you always have a women's team. How did that come about? Yes. Yeah, so oh, sorry. And when did it start? Sorry, I should mention that. <laughs> so how did it come about? How did it come about? And when did it start? Sorry, I forgot that last part. Uh, it started around two years ago when the first women's joined the club and then um, one of the main persons who got it forward was uh, player Janine who really put a lot of effort into it and did a lot of um, communication over Facebook um, to get more and more girls involved and did some like taster sessions just to get more people in it into it and then we could join and the next year we joined, we managed a combined team with the Frankfurt Redcats as the Rhein-Main Redcats um, to join the league in Germany um, because first clubs didn't have enough players on their own. And yeah, that's how we got started, I guess. And this year we were actually pretty excited to play as our own team for the first time in the league, but we're not sure yet if there's going to be a league and how that's going to work out. Is that the uh, the Western European League or with Amsterdam and a couple other clubs or is it an actual AFL women's German club? Oh, no. Yeah, um, that's a bit confusing. It's two different leagues. Yep. So um, there's a league just within Germany with this year it would have been five teams joining that started in 2019. And this year we also wanted to start a Western European League with Paris and Amsterdam just because those teams don't really have teams they can play against and it's for everyone it's good to get some game practice in so we decided to join that league as well so um, how hard is it to get players for the men and the women's team it's not too easy i guess because you always have to explain the sport before you can convince people to join so for everyone it's just easier to join a sport you already know but um, especially with people who are new in town, we can always convince them also with our social parts we are doing, just, you know, going for beers after training and stuff like that to get them involved into the club culture. And usually if you get people down to training, most are pretty keen to stay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the key. Just get them out there to have a, the kick and get them hooked in. But uh, as, soon as, she's, as soon as she's have a beer after training, I'm all sold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but whereabouts do you get to train and play? Um, we have two training grounds starting this year. So we used to just play in a park and it was a huge field. But we decided to move one of our trainings to a more proper sports field, which is a bit more outside of town, just to get some better practice in and not kicking in between people having a barbecue. Um, but... Yeah, so the park was chosen because it's pretty central within the city, so it's easy for everyone to get there. Do you have the uh, issue other clubs have of dogs dropping, uh, dogs walking past and having a crap on the ground? Sorry? So do you have the same issue that other clubs have of dogs walking past and dropping their, uh, having a poo on the <laughs> ground? 
Well, that might happen, yes. So sometimes <laughs> there's just a dog running through some drill. And like, Excuse me, could you please take your dog away? <laughs> I'm glad to hear that's uh, universal, Rifty. Um, so as we said, you're playing the AFL German League for the men and the women. What time of the year do you guys play? Uh, we play in our summers, so your winters. I think it's pretty much the same. So usually the season starts in April and goes till September. Yeah, it'd be fairly cold to play across in your winter months, wouldn't it? Yes, and it's also pretty hard for us to train um, because there's no light in the evening. So we usually then switch to inside training where you can do only fitness drills and like weekends during the day. Yeah. Um, so how many games do you play in a season and how does your final system work? Um, the women usually... Like, I mean, last season we had four games and then the two best teams would play into the grand final again. The men start with a carnival round and then they have a few full games. I think it's seven rounds in total. And then the four best teams go into the semifinal and then the two best teams face each other into the grand, fi- into the grand final. Um, nice. So you've had quite a successful history in the AFLG. How many championships have the Rydland Lions won? Uh, we won five championships. Three of them pretty much at the beginning of the league. Um, they won three times in a row. And then um, the last one was in 2014. Oh, not bad. Not bad. So uh, you've also been invited to European Champion Leagues in Amsterdam. Have you had any success over there? Yes. So the uh, Champions League um, had their... um, Sorry. The first time the Champions League happened was in 2015. So that was quite lucky for us because the last time we won was 2014. And so they could join there and they became second. And with that, I think they're still the most successful German team in the Champions League. Very nice. They're very lucky that they started it that year, not the year after. Yeah. Um, do you guys play in any other tournaments across Europe or Germany? Uh, as the Rhine Lions, uh, we only have the league within Germany and the Western European League. Right. Yeah. Do you guys get to um, travel to any other clubs for friendlies or type of thing? Like we know a lot of clubs will uh, liaison with other clubs from other countries to bring them across for a trip. Do you guys uh, do that stuff? Um, yes, I think there would have been some of these games this year, but as long as I'm in the club for the past two years, that didn't really happen. I know there are sometimes tournaments for like Lions teams, but um, we haven't been joining in the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it for the club to get sponsors over there? Um, I'm not sure because I think sponsors aren't that big of a deal for us. Um, usually it's just players asking where they work to donate some money, but we don't necessarily have um, huge club sponsors. Um, but um, this year I think we actually got a company to support us in getting the women's kit, which was pretty good. So it's just like, it's working out okay if you just ask around a bit. And, not asking too much for too much, I guess. Yeah, so one of the problems a lot of the teams over in Europe and, and Asia have is getting footy gear. Um, being that you've 
you just spent a bit of time in Australia and had to go back. Did you have to take back some footies and stuff for the team just to get them over there? I was lucky, no, I didn't have to do that. Um, probably because it was also quite spontaneous when I had to leave. So, um, no, but usually sometimes it's like, yeah, so someone is over there. Can you please bring a few balls or something like that? So that does happen. Yeah, and so how long have you played for? And uh, Sorry, I missed the, the social side of the club. Uh, what type of function do you guys have? Uh, I think the main functional event we have is the AGM at the end of the year, which we combine with our Christmas party. So at the beginning, it's just official pop stuff that we have to get done. And then there's some um, awards um, that are um, being given to players. And then we have just Christmas party and fun together. Um, yeah, and I think that's the main function we have. Okay. Yeah, social side of stuff's my favourite part. Um, as Rifty just mentioned, you were in Australia for a little bit. What were you doing down here? And unfortunately, we spoke beforehand and it got cut short quite abruptly. Yes, um, I was on a new universal exchange in Sydney, um, also to see some footy in Australia. I only managed to see one AFLW game, so that got a bit short, but. Um, yeah, that's why I was in Australia. That's right. Yep. Make sure when uh, you do get, come back to Australia, you get down to Melbourne. It's a better city than Sydney. <laughs> Don't worry about Sydney siders. You'll, there's plenty more footy to see in Melbourne. It's a, it's a much nicer city too. So. Yeah, that's what everyone told me, but I could only go to university in Sydney, so I had no choice in between cities. <laughs> Bloody Sydney. Always just using the old education as a way to get people there. They've got to try something. <laughs> so um, how did you get involved with the Lions and sort of how long have you been involved with them for? Uh, so I started kind of playing footy around two years ago and to recruit more players, the Lions offered a class at my university just to get some exercise in. And I don't know till today why I went there, but I did. And so I joined that class for a couple of months and, we were super few people and it was all we could do was basically handballs and spin kicks because we were maybe six people um, at most. And then when that class ended, I just went to their training and um, probably got my first proper footy training in. And then I, yeah, that's how I joined them. That's pretty, it's pretty cool that the university had something like that over there where it's uh we're finding a lot of places around Europe and stuff, you know, they're trying to get schools and universities to embrace it where, uh, where a lot of them play rugby and soccer and they don't really look at any other sports. It's, it's pretty cool that a, a little Aussie game is, is uh, you know, you were found it while at university. Uh, it was just, so two of our players just came in and did the class. So it's, not really connected to the university it was just right. offered over their sports platform so it's, um yeah but it's still good that they could do it that's true true and so if you've only played a couple of years then what what posi do you play um in nine aside i mostly played halfback and sometimes a bit of the midfield 
yeah, I know what you're thinking, Rifty. Another one like you, mate, just does does a bit of everything. <laughs> um, so you said that you got to an AFLW game. Who did you uh, come and see? Um, I saw the Giants facing the Western Eagles, I think. Yeah, West Coast Eagles. West Coast, yeah. Yeah. So who do you follow? In the, do you have a team in the AFL? Not really. So my plan was that when I see a few proper games, I might like sympathize with one team and with the fans that are there, and then I can decide for one. But I think it's so hard to decide for a team just being here and then being there. All right, let's do the, so I have, let's have a debate. Let's, let's get to choosing a team now, Essendon or Carlton. Well, I'll begin with, all right, Essendon's got red and black. So that works on your club colours. That's true. What, what have you got, Rifty? It's, Carlton's just the greatest club to ever play the game. It's, uh, don't worry about any others. She did say right. about pulling on the heartstrings of a club, mate. So you should have used just how shit you are. would have helped. Mate, <laughs> the greatest club to play the game. That's all I can say. We've got the same amount of premierships, mate. So... Uh, but if you yeah, want a real yeah. club to follow in Australia, just choose uh, Sandown. No, no need for the AFL. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. <laughs> Unfortunately, you won't get to see any video footage of our games because they don't film us. But <laughs> either way. That's actually a lie, mate. We, have oh, well, to, we do one. have a game on YouTube. There's one of us dominating. But anyway, um, what's been the biggest highlight of you playing footy so far? Uh, I think it was the... Um, European Championship last year in October where I got to play for Germany. That was pretty amazing just to be at this tournament and see other countries playing and that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that does sound good. Had you played any other sort of organised sports before coming to footy? No, I was dancing before, so I have no connection to ball sports or team sports at all. No, that's pretty good uh, to think, you know, a couple of years earlier, you're doing dancing, not really playing sport, and then you get to play this little Aussie rules game and, and get to represent your country. That's uh, pretty awesome. You, you say that it has no connection to uh, sport, but my wife's currently pregnant, not far off having uh, my daughter, and before we knew it, gender it was, I was already telling my wife that, you know, if we're having a son, it's going to ballet. And she couldn't work out why. And it's, well, quick feet. So dancing probably would have helped you uh, a few pirouettes on the footy field and getting around people, the quick, quick feet. Um, yeah. So what's in your time at the Lions, what's the funniest thing you've seen either on the ground or off the ground? That's such a hard question. <laughs> um, I don't know, I think it's just the footy trips in general. So my first footy trip was just such a fun thing happening in general because we got there and it was raining and we didn't even have enough girls to play a good game. So some of the guys were joining in so we could get game time in. And it was just funny, the whole situation. And uh, we had so many girls joining that were new. So um I mean, it was, I think it was my second game, so I, was, I had no clue what I was doing. So um, just the whole situation in itself was funny, I guess. Yeah, well, it would have been funny having some guys running around with the girls just, uh, you know, playing a bit of a mixed football game. But um, we're going to get you to throw some teammates under the bus now, as we like to call it. So we're just going to ask a couple, you know, 
questions of who you want to put up for these. So the first one is who's, who's like the ladies man or who fancies himself as the ladies man of the club? Yeah, I think that would be Nick, an Australian guy who joined us last uh, fall. And when we go, he's always close to the ladies, I guess. <laughs> Stand, standard Australian. Standard buddy Aussies. Yes. So, so the next one, uh, because you've got the men's and a women's team, would like one from each just to share a bit of love to both uh, teams. <laughs> Who's the class clown or the joker? Um, I think for the man, it's Penny. He is dating our coach Lisa and um, so he always gets a lot of shit I guess during training in general but he's pretty good in putting up with that and giving <laughs> some funny comments um, for the girls it might be Connor also an Australian girl who's just a funny person to be around and she's always sure to ship some, ship some jokes in <laughs> All right, and who, who's the biggest party animal? Again, both uh, one for the men's, one for the women's. Um, probably the Australians as well. So I would choose Connor again. Um, I wouldn't want to miss her at a party. And for the guys, it's maybe Tim, who's just... Like, you just want to have him at a party. He is super fun to be around there then. So that surprised me that it's the Australian because like obviously in Australia we do enjoy to have a beer but I've been to a couple of German restaurants in the city and you know, your beers are a bit bigger than our ones. I would have thought the Germans would have had the Australians covered in the party steaks. Um, in Cologne we have quite small glasses of beer. Uh, I, wanted, I, I, want, I want to know what size these small glasses are though. I think it's um, 0.2. Okay. So it's it's quite small. Every, every other town would make fun of us about yeah. it, but we I'll, think it's actually uh, quite good because the beer stays full. I was sort of half <laughs> expecting it to be a small glass and it'd still be like a litre. Um, no, no. <laughs> so who's the person that just, or the two people, so again, men's and women's, that just take it far too seriously? Yeah, for the guy that's Richie, who's just always very serious person to be around at training and he always wants everyone to pay attention and um, to be at their best. And for the girls, um, maybe our coach Lisa, who's just putting so much work into footy. It's so inspiring to see her because um, I think it's basically all she's doing in her free time is preparing our training, um, working on her own skills and that's pretty good to see uh, you're gonna go you can get this one rifty you, you don't get asked this one often so go ahead all right so who's who's like the the mum and dad of the club so who's who's the two people that the club would be lost without um for me that would be ellie and toby a couple and um they are just our footy parents on every trip. They take care of everyone and they're super caring and also super supporting. So whenever there's a new person, they make sure that they feel involved and that they feel comfortable at training. And um, also they are just amazing players. You can learn a lot from So that's pretty good to see. Nice. All right. Um, now you mentioned something to us um, before we, we started recording about one of the girls that, um, that helped found the team and I've just been checking out your Facebook because he told me to check out your, 
your jumpers. And I see here you had a, a round planned for Janine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try and say her last name <laughs> in case okay. I stuff it. Yes. Um, yeah, so you had a in memoriam uh, round planned for her coming up. Um, which uh, so it was an unfortunate accident that's happened with one of your players. Do you want to fill us in on what that round was going to entail, and if if there's um, I know it's probably not going to happen now, but if it happens in the future, we can all uh, keep an eye out for it and make sure we get our support behind it too. Yeah, of course. Um, she was just a huge part building up the Lions and also footy in Germany in general. And so we decided we want to keep her memory alive within footy Germany, not only within the club, because she was also a huge part of the national team. She joined every tournament she could. So um, we thought it would be great to um, dedicate one of our rounds to her. Um, and we would also try to earn some money there to give to charity um, just to do something good in her name. And um, it's not quite official yet, but her mom is working to start some campaigns against drunk driving. And so we really want to support that uh, because she died in a drunk driving accident. So that would be pretty cool if we could connect those two things to keep the memory alive and support um, the good cause. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, I've found you guys on Facebook. Where else can we find you guys? And, and, you know, like I said, we'll follow along not only your journey, but also, you know, when rounds like that come up, we can all get behind and support those causes. Yeah, we also um, have, uh, we're also active on Instagram. We have a page there, the Rhino Lions, and we have a website, but it's probably best to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay updated. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we'll make sure we share links for all those and um, hopefully you do get some sort of season and get a couple of games and are able to, to go ahead with that, that round at some point this year. And like I said, we'll uh, follow along your journey and, and uh, support that if we can in some way. Uh, is there anything else said though? Um, yeah, just first off with that, uh, her mum trying to get a campaign behind the drink driving I think that's a great thing. Over here in Australia, we've got a uh, TAC Towards Zero campaign, which we have put the backing of all our videos and we always post about just because we do think that drink driving you know, shouldn't be, shouldn't happen. It's, um, as you can see, like lives, lives get lost, unfortunately, and it should be literally just gone, dusted with it. So hopefully that that campaign can get started over there. Uh, hey, Rifty, jumpers, what you reckon? Yeah, they're not bad. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> a good different design which i like it's not just the standard you know like it's a saint's colors let's be honest but it's not a saint's design which is good it's a it sort of reminds different. me of all our, our old school ones yeah it's got a bit about that shape there yeah. yeah real old school one yeah but yeah now well thank you so much for joining us it's uh said wednesday morning your time so you've got the full day ahead of you which is obviously very nice um once we get into our rooms, which we're hoping to be able to do in the next week or two, we'll grab some polo shirts or some stuff out and we'll send across your way for a bit of a thank you for joining us and what have you. you. So, no, no worries. We're just trying to uh, connect with all the clubs that we speak to and build a little partnership with them all. And uh, I'm sure a rift will say it, but whether or not the season gets started this year or 
next season, we'll definitely uh, jump back on and have a chat with you about either the season that just happened or the season coming up. Yeah, that would be great. Just let us know. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, thanks again for your time. And like I said, yeah, once you do able able to get back over to Australia, make sure you get down to the Victoria and go see a game at the G. Don't worry about those <laughs> Sydney siders, mate. Just, uh, <laughs> you want to see some real footy? Get down to the G and watch it at the MCG. That's the the home of football. Uh, All right, but, I will do that. <laughs> Uh, thanks again for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. And like like that dog said, we'll uh, be in touch and we'll we'll uh, keep an eye on your journey. And hopefully, you do get a season. And best of luck, best of luck for the uh, the season ahead or next year, if, next year's season. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, good luck to you too. Thank you. <laughs> Training. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of TAC's Towards Zero campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for more info because zero is the only acceptable number. Hey Siri, play the Cobra Cast with the present VP. Now playing podcast Cobra Cast with the present VP.